so for this beautiful berry cheesecake that feeds 16 people, let's quickly check if you have the ingredients and some equipment. So you need 400 grams or 14 ounces of digestive biscuits. You need 40 grams or one and a half ounces of brown sugar. You need 200 grams or seven ounces of unsalted butter. Two teaspoons of cinnamon. You need 600 mils or 21 ounces of creme fraiche. You need 370 grams or 13 ounces of cream cheese. You need 140 grams or 5 ounces of pure icing sugar. Uh, two small or one large lemon. Five teaspoons of gelatin powder. 500 grams of frozen blackberries and you need another six teaspoons of gelatine powder, half a cup of sugar, some water, and some fresh red berries to decorate. And you also need a nine inch or 24 centimeter spring form cake pan. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. This is series one, episode four, and today's recipe is Berry Cheesecake. Do you lack confidence when it comes to baking? Can't follow a recipe to save yourself? Your kitchen is a mess whilst cooking and you are always disappointed with what you've baked. Are you that person who always gets allocated the safe, easy task of just bringing the cheese and bickies to the party? Hi, my name is Karen Naylor and I have turned my love of home baking into a little business in Melbourne called Cakes of Melbourne. I make custom designed celebration cakes and other beautiful and tasty baked goods. I want to teach you how to become a confident and happy baker. I am throwing out the traditional recipe format and keeping it real. Just follow my in-depth, step-by-step approach an instructional podcast that has you participating in real time. Stick around till the end of each podcast for some great baking tips. Now, let's get into today's recipe so you can start announcing to yourself, your family and friends, I can cook. You are no longer bringing the cheese and bickies to the party. You are bringing this sweet and delicious dessert. This is a no-bake cheesecake recipe that is simple and easy to make. Give it a go, you won't fail. If you don't need these detailed instructions and are ready to cook, then you can find the traditional recipe format in this episode notes sections or at my blog cakesofmelbourne.com.au. Okay, firstly... You're going to clear the decks and feed that cat. You can't begin until you have your house in order. So what I mean by that is I've always found that I make mistakes when I get distracted or work in a mess. So getting your house in order is so important to successful and happy baking. So feed the pets, make the cuppa, empty the dishwasher, 
Change your little one's nappies, check your mobiles and emails if you have to. Wipe down the kitchen bench and place your current dishcloth and tea towel in the laundry. Grab a fresh set and wash your hands. And when you're ready, we'll get going. So I have allowed time so that you can cook along with the podcast. But at any time you feel that I'm going too fast for you, please press pause and then press play again when you are ready to go on to the next step. Okay, so now we're going to prepare our cheesecake pan. So you're going to need to get out a 24 centimetre or 9 inch spring form pan. You're going to need some baking paper. A pencil. And scissors. So separate your springform pan into two pieces. Then pull out and tear off enough baking paper so that you can trace a circle around your base plate. So do that and then cut the circle out, making sure to, that you cut inside the pencil line. You don't want lead in your cheesecake. Put your springform pan back together and pop your cut baking paper circle inside the pan. Put your baking paper and pencil away. And scraps of baking paper in the bin. Keep your scissors handy. You may need them to open new packets later. So next, you are now going to prepare your biscuit base. So you need on your bench your prepared cheesecake pan, digestive biscuits, cinnamon, brown sugar, 
unsalted butter, a large Ziploc bag, a rolling pin or a meat tenderizer, or anything that you can crush your biscuits. These biscuits, are, they crush easily, so with a little bit of extra time, you can even use your fingers. A small microwave-proof bowl. A teaspoon. A standard coffee or tea cup, but not a mug size, or if you have measuring cup. A small round glass that has a level base. A cutting board. A knife. And a piece of paper towel. Okay, so you're going to place 400 grams of digestive biscuits into your Ziploc bag. So just eyeball the amount. For example, if the packet weighs 450, Use four-fifths of the packet. Now measure out two teaspoons of the cinnamon and put that in the bag as well. Leave your teaspoon on the bench and place any packets in the bin. Next, using your cup, fill it a third of the way full with the brown sugar and using your teaspoon, pack it down tightly. Then put this in the Ziploc bag. Sugar, not the cup. Push down on the Ziploc bag to remove the air and close the seal. Using your rolling pin or meat tenderizer to break up the contents of the Ziploc bag. I tend to do a bit of rolling and bashing to break up the biscuits. You may also need to release some more air from your bag. Flip over the bag to help get all the large crumbs. Keep going until you have medium-sized biscuit crumbs. Not too fine though, you don't want it to be powdery. 
It's fine to have a little bit of inconsistency throughout with your size of your breadcrumbs, so don't worry. So put away your cinnamon, brown sugar and rolling pin. Grab your cutting board and knife and place your butter on the board. Open up the butter and you will see marked for you a guide showing typically 25 gram increments. With your knife you can slice through the butter at the 200 gram guide. Seal up the unused butter and pop that back in the fridge. With the remaining butter, roughly chop this up into 5cm or 2 inch pieces and place this butter into your microwave proof bowl.
Use your paper towel to wipe down any grease off your hands. Now place this bowl into your microwave and heat it up for 30 seconds. Then give it a really good stir with a teaspoon. If it is not melted completely after stirring, pop it back into the microwave for 10 to 15 more seconds. Now carefully pour this melted butter into your biscuit crumb bag and close it up. Then using your fingers, mix the butter into the biscuit crumbs by squishing and squashing and rubbing the bag until most of the crumbs are covered in butter. Pour this bag of biscuit base into your prepared cheesecake pan. And using your knuckles, press down the mix, trying to make as even layer as you can. Then using your glass, further compress the biscuit base. And finally, go around the outside edge and using your fingertips, try to further compact the edges and level the height out around this outer edge. Doop. 
So wipe your hands with the paper towel and place your cheesecake pan in your fridge for 30 minutes. Put your bowl and glass in the sink and your Ziploc bag and paper towel in the bin. So keep on your bench the coffee cup, the teaspoon, the chopping board and knife. And you might need to give your hands a wash now. They've probably got biscuit crumb all over them. So you will now have time to quickly clean up these little dishes and wipe down your bench. Pause this episode now and press play when you are ready. Okay, time to prepare the filling. So you will need to get now cream cheese, creme fraiche, two small or one large lemon, gelatine powder, Pure icing sugar and have enough water ready in your kettle when you need to bring this to a boil. You only need a small amount. You'll need a medium sized microwave oven proof bowl. You'll need a medium bowl or a Tupperware container. You need a small glass. You need a sieve. a wooden spoon a whisk a dessert spoon another teaspoon a zester and a piece of paper towel. Right, you're going to place your cream cheese on the chopping board and slice off 370 grams. Eyeball this amount based on the weight of the packages.
going to place this in the medium-sized microwave-proof mixing bowl. Put your packaging in the bin and wipe your hands on the paper towel. Put the cream cheese in the microwave for 45 seconds. and stir with your wooden spoon for 30 seconds. Place your sieve over the bowl that has the cream cheese in it. Fill your cup with the icing sugar, almost overflowing. And then place this into the sieve. Gently shake the sieve from side to side. And push through any remaining icing sugar with your used teaspoon. Place this teaspoon in the sink. Gently stir with the wooden spoon the cream cheese and icing mixture. Grab your lemon and zester and zest over the top of this mixture. Use the whole lemon, being careful not to zest into the white sour pith.
Using your cutting board and knife, slice this lemon in half and squeeze the lemon juice into the cup that contained the icing sugar. Remove the pips with your fingers and pour this juice into the bowl containing the cream cheese, icing sugar and lemon zest. Gently stir with the wooden spoon for about one minute. Turn your kettle on to bring to a boil. Put the lemon in the bin and the cutting board, knife, cup and zester in the sink. With your clean teaspoon, measure out five teaspoons of gelatine and place that into your glass. With your dessert spoon at the ready, grab your kettle and over the top of your glass or sink with your glass next to the sink, measure out five dessert spoons of boiling water. Don't worry if you have more or less water. Now stir with your teaspoon straight away until you have a light coloured liquidy jelly. Pour this into the cream cheese and stir until it's combined. Put the glass and teaspoon in the sink and put some hot water in the glass and then place that teaspoon in the glass because gelatine can be difficult to clean off.
In the remaining empty, clean mixing bowl, place 600 grams of creme fraiche into it using your wooden spoon. Using your whisk, give this mixture a stir to lighten up the consistency. Then spoon this creme fraiche into the cheese mixture. Gently fold this mixture until it's combined. You don't want to remove too much air from it. So remove your cheesecake pan now from the fridge.
and using your wooden spoon, pour this mixture into the pan. Then place this into the refrigerator. This needs to stay in the fridge for a few hours at least. So make a note of the time your cheesecake should be ready to put the berry jelly on. Put your icing away, place the empty cream fresh containers and paper towel in the bin. And place your bowls, spoon and whisk in the sink. Keep your sieve and gelatine on the bench. So in preparation for your berry jelly topping, you need to now start to thaw out your frozen mixed berries. So pop these on the kitchen bench now. So you have time to do the dishes, wipe down your bench, wash your hands and have a bit of a break. Press pause now and press play again when your three hours or longer is up. And to help you find your place again, we are at the 40 minute, 45 second mark of this episode. Okay, welcome back. Time for the berry jelly topping. So along with your gelatine, sieve and blackberries that have thawed out, you need to also get out some sugar. Two cups. You need access to water, which I hope is easy, a small saucepan, a teaspoon, a dessert spoon, 
a wooden spoon, a medium-sized bowl, paper towel, and some water in your kettle ready to boil, just a small amount again. So first off, you are going to fill one of your cups half full with sugar. And the other cup half full with water. Pour both of these into your saucepan. Take your saucepan, wooden spoon and paper towel over to the stove top and turn the heat to high. Place your wooden spoon nearby on the paper towel. Put your sugar away and your cups in the sink. Now go back to the stove top and give your sugar syrup a stir. And when your sugar syrup comes to a boil, turn the heat down to low. Give it another quick stir to ensure the sugar has dissolved. Now turn off the heat and bring back to your bench the wooden spoon and paper towel. So place your sieve over your bowl and pour your defrosted berries into the sieve. 
and using your wooden spoon, squish through all the juice. Remember to scrape down the underside of the sieve, that's where a lot of the juice is found. Just a little note here, if you find that your blackberries haven't thawed out, you can put them in a bowl and pop them in the microwave for a couple of minutes, that will help you sieve them. Place your sieve in the sink and your frozen fruit packet in the bin. Turn your kettle on. Go and grab your saucepan of sugar syrup off the stove and pour this into your fruit juice. And stir this to combine with your wooden spoon. Place the saucepan in the sink. With your clean teaspoon, measure out six teaspoons of gelatin and place that in your glass. With your dessert spoon at the ready, grab your kettle 
and over the top of your glass or near your sink, measure out six dessert spoons of boiling water. Don't worry if you have more or less water. Now stir this with your teaspoon straight away until you have a light coloured liquidy jelly. Pour this into the fruit juice mixture and stir until combined. Place your dessert spoon, glass and teaspoon in the sink. Put some hot water in this glass and place the teaspoon in the glass. Gelatin can be difficult to clean off. Okay, now get your cheesecake out of the fridge. and carefully pour this berry jelly over the cheesecake with the help of your wooden spoon. Now place your cheesecake back into the fridge for at least five hours or overnight. Time to put away your gelatin. Do the dishes, wipe the bench and have a massive break or get on with your day or evening. Press pause now and press play again when your five hours or longer is up. And to help you find your spot in this episode again, we are at the 53 minutes and 30 second mark of this episode. Unmolding your cheesecake now, you will need two tea towels, 
and a small thin knife. One medium height sturdy glass. So the glass has to be taller than the height of your cheesecake pan. Okay, so thoroughly wet your wet towels. And then wring them out so that they're wet but not dripping. and place them in the microwave for one minute. Get your cheesecake out of the fridge and place it on your bench. Now get your hot towels and wrap them around the outside edge of the cheesecake pan for about three minutes.
Remove the tea towels and place the cheesecake on top of the glass, making sure it's centred. Now, just a tad open up the slide lever and take a look around the perimeter of the cheesecake to see if you can see the jelly separating from the edge of the pan. If not, close the slide lever again and using your knife, gently slice through where the jelly has stuck. When you feel that the pan will slide off fully, open the slide lever and guide it down to the kitchen bench. It may feel like you are going to break the cheesecake in half, but just keep going. It can take a bit of force. If you are happy to serve your cheesecake on the cheesecake base plate, carefully lift your cheesecake off with your hands and place it on the kitchen bench. If you would like to remove your cheesecake from the cheesecake base plate, you will need to get a spatula and get in between the baking paper and the cheesecake and carefully lift this off. This can be really fiddly, but it's worth it if you would like to present your cheesecake on a cake plate or pedestal. Voila, you can cook. Okay, notes. So first up is my tip. Unless you have a blender, I recommend only using blackberries as they can be squashed down through the sieve and turned into a juice. Strawberry, raspberries and blueberries are all very difficult to juice. I know as I have tried. Creme fraiche is a sort of French version of sour cream. It has a more velvety consistency than sour cream because it is higher in butterfat and it is less tangy. It's also very stable and doesn't split in high temperatures. You can substitute creme fraiche for thickened or whipping cream, but you will need to use an electric mixer. There is way too much volume to whip this by hand with a whisk. So use 100 ml less than the creme fraiche amount and whisk until the cream has a fluffy consistency. It doesn't take long with an electric mixer. Don't whip it to form soft peaks though. You just want it to be creamy and fluffy. Dietary requirements. This recipe is gluten-free. Storage requirements. 
At room temperature, to ensure this remains food safe, this cheesecake can only remain at room temperature for two to four hours, depending on the temperature of the room. So, for example, on a hot day outside, it can only stay outside for two hours. In the refrigerator, this cheesecake can be made up to three days in advance for the best flavour and texture to be maintained, and it needs to be consumed within five days of making. And for freezer, this cheesecake is not suitable to freeze because of the gelatine in the jelly. And nutrition facts, one slice of this berry cheesecake is going to hit you up for 517 calories. But it's worth it. Thanks for spending time with me today. And please like or share this podcast and subscribe for more recipes. A review would also greatly be appreciated. Easy as pie, lemon, apple or cherry. Also, you can visit my I Can Cook blog on my website, cakesofmelbourne.com.au. Here you will find lots of photos to help you even more with these recipes. And for those of you who are a little more advanced and just want a tried and true no-fail recipe, scroll down to the end of each blog where you will find the traditional recipe format. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email or voice recording to info at cakesofmelbourne.com.au. I can't wait to share the next exciting recipe with you. Till next time, bye. Baby, I crave your affection When I stepped in sweet confection I need your my sugar